0: Everyone, the Curtain Jerks—the podcast that brings you the fun and funny of wrestling. I am your host Scott Narver, and joined here in the studio is an OG jerk, the best New Japan Pro Wrestling commentator, <laughs> unsolicited, and the man behind Vince McMahon googling.
1: Mark Warzek. Thank you, Scott Narver. I am thrilled to be back here and thrilled to be back here with you. Mm. Fresh off of WrestleMania. Yeah, super fresh. Well, I mean, I know this isn't the first show after WrestleMania, but you are wearing a WrestleMania t shirt. The WrestleMania Sun t-shirt from WrestleMania 33 right now as we speak, just to prove that you really went. That's right. I have to do laundry. (laughs) But not you. You got layers. I I do. I I thought it was chilly out here today in Los Angeles. A little chilly. Mm -hmm.
0: But I'm wearing a sun on me,
1: so I'm (laughs) fine.
0: I'm (laughs) heated with Florida warmth. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I have humidity running through my veins. <laughs> it still has you still haven't shaken that off since coming back from Orlando. No, nope, there's yep. a
0: lot I haven't shaken off from Orlando.
1: <laughs> Tell me about what? the home viewing experience. How was the party? I didn't go to the party. You didn't go to the party. For the first time I think in my life. Whoa. Since becoming a wrestling fan. Okay. My first since WrestleMania I signed up at the at the back of a magazine. Sent away for your fan club card. Yeah. My first WrestleMania was WrestleMania three as a fan. Okay. Um, And uh, for what I believe is my first time ever, I watched WrestleMania by myself. I didn't do what I said I was going to do a couple weeks ago on this podcast. 30 years later. (laughs) Yeah. 30 years later, you went, no. And let me tell you, I'm so glad I watched it by myself. Is that right? Yeah, because... I could not stand five plus hours with my drunk ass friends <laughs> crammed into their living room, mm-hmm. sitting in an uncomfortable position on the edge of the couch Sure, for that long. I couldn't do it for that long.
0: With them also criticizing something you may like right. or just proximity alone? Both. Okay. <laughs> what would have been ruined
1: by someone? Was there something where you're like, fuck you, shut up. I love this. Yeah, w- one um, one friend gets drunk and gets really, really mad when wrestlers <laughs> kick out kick out of other wrestlers' finishers. Really? Yeah. And at WrestleMania, it's like all kicking out of finishers. If you don't want to name them, can we give them a nickname? I'm big into this now. We'll we'll call we'll call him Mr. Finisher. Okay, Mr. <laughs> Finisher.
0: So Mr. Finisher believes
1: finishers are sacred. Yes, and should never be kicked out of. They are a finisher. and the and the more we drink, the more upset Mr. Finisher gets about finishers getting kicked out of. <laughs> and WrestleMania goes on. The matches get bigger as the show progresses. Right. And there's more kicking out of finishers naturally in the main events. Biggest <laughs> right. match of the That's year. That's what WrestleMania and is. Mr. Finisher gets more drunkenly upset about this. <laughs> Then I thought, thank God I didn't go this year. I love my friends and I love watching with them, but not at this length, Mm -hmm. not at this length of show. A three hour show. You know, you know, I ter- I I thought there was a lot of uh, press. I'm from Detroit originally where WrestleMania 3 was. You know, it was outside of Detroit at the Pontiac Silverdome. 20 years later, they were there again. Yes, and then they were back at mm-hmm. Ford Field. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was a, actually a lot of press in Detroit this year about WrestleMania 3 It because it was a 30-year anniversary. Oh, okay. And I thought, Did they me-
0: get it wrong? Did they just fuck up and they just showed up and... In Detroit, and someone told him, like, no, no,
1: no, it's in Orlando. (laughs) Maybe, maybe. And they went, oh, it feels like it should be here. But there were lots of articles in the news and stories in the news in Detroit, like, hey, remember 30 years ago when this fun thing happened here? Mm -hmm. And I was reading that, I got nostalgic. I said, I'm going to go on the network and watch a little bit of WrestleMania 3. Okay. And I turned it on and was legitimately shocked that it was only three hours long. Really? Yeah, I was like three hours. They didn't put the whole thing on here. That seemed like it was a double tape. Right, it like was a two video cassette. Well, it probably was because it used to be two hours at SP recording on oh, VHS would give you the best point. quality. Good point. Yeah, and I went three hours. Somehow it, we we think of WrestleMania three as being this epic, legendary, historic wrestling event, right? Sure. Only three hours long. That, that's <laughs> this show. This show this year was like seven hours and fifteen minutes of wrestling or something. Well,
0: you know, there was no video packages for more than two matches back in the day. <laughs> that's true. That's
1: true. Uh, did you watch the entire WrestleMania 3? I watched it. Oh, all WrestleMania 3? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. You mean just this year as a look back yes. through? No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, just the <in> time. <laughs> did
0: you ever watch all of WrestleMania
1: 3? <laughs> I didn't. I didn't this year.
0: It has. Uh, I watched that, parts. It has that one in their video package, which is one of the greatest moments of any video package they've ever done, when it's uh, the Hogan-Andre story, mm. and Andre rips the cross off of right. him. Right. And Piper says, like, you're bleeding, man. You're bleeding. Yeah. So you're going to accept his challenge? And Hogan looks to the crowd, and he and he thinks about it. And <laughs> yeah. they add this reverb to it. They <laughs> add this echo to it when he goes, yes! <laughs> Wild-eyed and crazy and yelling. And the crowd erupts. It's the most epic. Like, Dan O'Brien's got nothing. That's why he has to say yes 50 times. <laughs> right. Because he can't get anything out of it like one yeah. Hogan yes
1: can because that's back when wrestling was real
0: yeah you know what I mean not when these little <laughs> tiny
1: children show up <laughs> and try and wrestle but, uh, except for the, so because of the length of the show, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it very comfortably in the confines of my own home, and I, but another thing, you know, hey, it's the future, it's 2017, you're not really alone watching it if you don't want to be. Sure you, you are. You interact oh, with oh, sorry, f- <laughs> you interact with the, with your, with everybody on social media. Okay. So I did a lot of that, and that was really fun, too. A lot of selfies. <laughs> Here I am on the couch again. Beer number four, <laughs> match number four, top of ice cream, <laughs> polish that one off. Uh, but yeah, so I I actually enjoyed watching it by myself for a change this year. Okay. But I'll probably go back with the buddies next year. Sure, I'm, I'm hoping the show isn't next so long next year. There, people are saying you sh- they should split it into two shows. They should do something different. I don't know, but uh, and a two shows. Yeah, have you not heard this chatter? Like WrestleMania A and WrestleMania B? Yes, yes, God. there are a lot of people seriously advocating for this. That means
0: more. What the? What's
1: wrong with well, these people? One of two options. Like people are saying, what if it's two days and you do a SmackDown WrestleMania and a Raw WrestleMania? So it's a Saturday and a Sunday. That's worse. That's so much worse. I agree. I don't like that. Here's a here's a different idea I've heard floated that I think that I like. That you do like Thursday Night Hall of Fame. Friday night um, at the NXT TakeOver show. Okay. Saturday night, a WrestleMania kickoff show in the same arena that the Hall of Fame and NXT and Raw and SmackDown are going to be in. And on that show... It's like a three-hour WrestleMania kickoff show the night before. Cruiserweights, tag teams. Yes. Mojo Raleigh. Yes. You do that stuff. Okay. And then the main show on Sunday doesn't go longer than three and a half, four hours. Only the biggest matches. I like that plan. Hmm. All this being said, I sound like I didn't like WrestleMania this year. I loved WrestleMania this year. It was It's probably one of my favorites. And I, 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 I texted you and I said, Scott. I'm, I want to hear about your adventures in Orlando. You mm-hmm. went for the week. I followed you on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. I saw all your exciting photos. I said I want to learn about this, <sighs> and maybe the Curtain Jerks listeners would want to learn about this. Can can we talk about it on the show? I said, uh, and you basically said no.
0: Right? I was I was worried. Uh, it's always <laughs> a fine line where I always want to feel like I'm a fan that is lucky enough to be a part or get to do anything and then report back. It's reached a point now where I'm like, am I douchey? Is it
1: all just (laughs) name dropping like... Then I went to this thing, and this thing happened with this guy and that thing. Well, I know. I legitimately was like, I can't wait to hear about what happened with Scott in Orlando. It looks like a bunch of cool things happened. A bunch of cool things happened. And I'm sure the listeners who love you and love the show would like to hear about it as well. Or tolerate me and uh, just, you know, (laughs) maybe they can't stand up. The listeners who miss Steve and are still around hoping he'll come back. And are putting up with you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Where's <laughs> Mrs. Dad, asshole? Don't do Flair again. So can we go through some of the highlights? Absolutely. And we Absolutely. have not... This is all new for me. I'm going to be hearing it, too, as listeners are hearing it. We and did I, not do any kind of pre-conversation on this.
0: And I feel the same. It's like, I'm, I'm happy to share this stuff, and I'm happy to just sort of tell things as they happen, like... There are there are some stories where it's like mm, not everything went great or not everybody was super cool.
1: Yeah. So, okay. So. Oh, right. I want to hear the yeah. I want to hear the dirt too. Oh, the dirt. I want to huh? hear the dirt. Too. You don't so want to hear there, the happiness. You were there for <laughs> you were there for about a week, right? That's correct. That's awesome. And the first day, what do you guys do when you get there? The first couple days, because there is stuff going on. During the week, right? I mean, there's 105 wrestling events or something that were happening, podcasts and q and signings and everything. Did you guys get into that right on that first Tuesday, Wednesday you got there or did you um, hang out and do other stuff? I got in early. So I took a,
0: a red eye Monday night um, and that's when I started to get sick. Like I w- I arrived sick. <laughs> oh no, Scott! So I wasn't thrilled about that right away. So Tuesday, yeah. I hung out with uh, Wrestling Memes, Time Anstey. He had tickets to go to Universal Studios in Florida and had the whole deal. Like he got the you know the fast passes and the park hoppers and, and Impact. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just just stand outside the Impact Studios with a little with a little sandwich <laughs> board saying Impact Tapings Arrow. <laughs> It's the saddest thing when they. When Is that what happens going. really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I <laughs> took a photo of it last time, and I almost oh, thought no. about posting it everywhere. It's like this isn't fair. This should have more. Um, so we went and did that, and I was. That's my brother asked me like, "What did you spend your most money on uh, doing all this? Was it like plane tickets? Was it this? Was it that?" And I said yeah. honestly, um, it, it might have been medicine.
1: <laughs> oh man, because I you was, just had a really bad cold. Yeah. I did notice because I I listen of course to your Wrestling Compadres podcast on Fox Mm -hmm. Sports Fox Sports Net, and I listened to a couple post WrestleMania shows, and I thought to myself, Scott's doing a great job on the shows, but he sounds a little under the weather. You know, I could have I thought
0: about for a second there Mm -hmm. to have a mission all WrestleMania week to get everyone sick (laughs) all the WrestleMania, yeah, to get every single wrestler (laughs) and any tech person I could sick. And make this a uh, historic WrestleMania <laughs>
1: where everyone has to work way harder than they should. Yeah. Because you know they wouldn't just stay home sick. They can't. They, can't. they have it's to all show up like Seth Rollins with a 103 degree f- flu or whatever. He's the and only
0: one I felt I couldn't
1: affect. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Like, or you, or he's the only one you got to. True. Oh, I didn't see him till way later when he was already telling everybody like, yeah, and I'm sick too. Did you have that kind of sick? Did you have like a high temperature and stuff? Did you have to like get in a bath of freezing cold water at night? <laughs> no, I wasn't. It like like wasn't a Lester? flu. <laughs> it
0: was a it was a cold that periodically I was I was shaking it and okay. I was doing okay. So Tuesday was a little rough, but that was all roller coasters and doing that, and that was fun. It didn't deter you. It didn't stop you from doing the roller
1: coasters. No way.
0: Stuff. So that we did that, and then Wednesday was a day where I canceled out on some stuff and went. This is my day to heal. I'm gonna sleep a whole bunch, and I'm gonna be I'm gonna be
1: right as rain. On, you got a, You got a thing that wrestlers do not get in their real lives. That's right. A day to heal. A day to heal. Not if you're working with for Vince McMahon. You don't. No, not at you all. You can't even sneeze around Vince McMahon. Let alone say, "Can I have a day to heal?" If you're a
0: flu guy and you're around Vince McMahon. You might
1: as well just fire yourself. Because there's, can you, you can't can you imagine. There have to be so many like poor bastards who've been so sick, you know, like some guy in the writing team, some part of the production crew that's like having to hold a sneeze for like 16 hours at Monday Night Rock because Vince McMahon is insane. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's really happened to people. Yeah. Or if you have some weird food allergies, but you have to eat what Vince eats. Like, right.
0: I imagine you're probably all right with if you were allergic to gluten. Because he's, you know, probably eating, like doesn't do bread or stuff like that. Cause right, it's not good for a bodybuilder. Or so she could kind of hide it. Right, right.
1: But yeah, if you wanted to be a vegetarian or vegan at all, forget it. No,
0: you have to eat.
1: Well, look, the, steak two, and the two guys that have been that have been like what, what uh, Daniel Bryan uh-huh. and Punk too, right? Or well, maybe I'm wrong about Punk, but Daniel Bryan. Well, I mean, even like- being uh, open about, you know, I don't drink. Right. right. Yeah, you didn't drink, didn't me. eat meat. Both turned it like those were supposed to be heel tendencies on WWE right. show. Right, <laughs> oh. that's what made. Well, them no one <laughs> can identify with you, so we'll boo you. <laughs> right. that's what made them bad guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so Universal, you have fun, you go on roller coasters. Then you yes. have data heel, data heel. But now you better rest up. I mean, this was wise to take your data heel because it's. I'm looking at this rest of this week. Yeah, it's nonstop from there on out. Yeah, Thursday through. The next Tuesday, yeah. It's, you, there's no. T- I mean, you're you're on the go, right? Completely on the go, right? I every year, like
0: I remember writing a thing that you would you would point it out, and it made me think back on it. I'm like, should I write a thing again? No, Marco, call me out on it. Make me write <laughs> on the show. Where <laughs> I wrote a thing for WrestleMania 30, and that was overwhelming. That was a hugely overwhelming experience. Yeah. of doing very little in the comparison. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, like that was nothing, but right. it was still just a fun experience and in being involved in press type things yeah um now you're used to you're an old pro now well now it just keeps building every year now it's even more than the time before yeah and i can't wrap my head around like how is this possible how, how did it come to this? And how, like, I can't do this. How do I stop? <laughs> yeah. How do I get some sleep? So, Thursday, right. everybody comes into town. Yeah. You got to switch hotels. Like, I was sitting in one place and I'm, 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 I'm uh, saving some cash and uh, shacking up with some other people. Whoa. That's right. Hello. Hold on Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the only Shaq you'll
1: see at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's Shaq and I'm doing. Oh, poor Big Show.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I worked out a uh, whole lot and got abs. Do I get rewarded?
1: <laughs> no. Spent a year. Yeah. Spent a year training mm-hmm. for what he hoped would be his huge last WrestleMania moment. With someone that he likes a lot and wants to work no. with? No. International. It would be international news story. Instead, he's dumped out of the battle royal on the pre-show in like sixty seconds. Still never, uh, still haven't watched it. Yet. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna get there. Who throws him out? They all gang up and throw him out. I think that's me. No, I think Strowman threw him out, and then they all ganged up and threw uh, Strowman out. Oh, I think happened, okay, is what I think of. But uh, okay, Thursday. Thursday's a big day. Thursday, it, yeah, so
0: it's starting to... Everybody's coming into town. Everybody wants to meet up. Everyone wants to hang out. So yeah. it's that. It's it's seeing... Because you don't know... Some of these people, you don't know if you're going to see them again at all. It seems so easy where you go, Oh, yeah, we'll just all see each other. Or we'll be doing press at Access, Or we'll see each other at WrestleMania. No, you won't. There's too, it's too big. There's too many things going on. There's way too many things going on. Okay. And yeah, there's, there's so much to do. And at WrestleMania... That's the one day where you go, no, I want to watch the show.
1: Yeah. I want to just be a fan for a while and do that. There's 70,000 people there. Fuck off. Like, if I didn't see already, leave me alone. Yeah, yeah. Um, but on Thursday, you had choices, right? Thursday, because yeah. there wasn't a set, because Hall of Fame and TakeOver and all that come later. Yeah. But on Thursday, there's other shows going on, there's podcasts, there's whatever. Mm-hmm. So, what did you end up choosing to do?
0: So, it was hanging out with uh, Dale Rutledge, you know, on, uh, from Compadres. It's hanging out with Tom Connolly, who's on After Buzz TV SmackDown. It's hanging out with uh, Corey Takei. Uh, who used to be on After Buzz, uh, SmackDown, and just seeing people, seeing Johnny coming to town, seeing uh, others just and catching up and trying to get food and trying to get settled, trying to get the lay of the land. Mm-hmm. Like, now's the time, because I was in a different part of Orlando before, now I'm closer to where WrestleMania is, and now it's trying to figure out, like, what do we do? What So what do we have to do on this day? What do we have to do on this day? Mm-hmm. Talking to Shane Hartline about what are we going to do coming up in the in a few days? Because also, the, the really weird thing about wrestling is, Nothing can really be set. No one can really tell you, oh, yeah, no problem. We'll be there at 3.30 p.m. and everything will be good to go. There's like one or two events where you kind of know what's going to be in place, but you still have no idea what's coming.
1: Do you we mean should- when you're doing like press for compadres? Yes. So WWE or- will say, hey, at 3.30, show up here. You're going to interview whoever.
0: But, but you, you kind of get that. there
1: and you don't know what's going to happen.
0: For Radio Row, which is Friday morning, okay. jumping ahead of day, you all you know is to show
1: up at 5 a.m. You don't know who to prep 5 for. A. M. 5 a.m. 5 a.m. I saw some pictures you guys posted of like, it's the middle of the night, and basically, and we're awake and we're exhausted. So that was that.
0: Yeah. Because what happens <laughs> Thursday, we hang out and we get back to the hotel. Yeah. And, and you shack up. That we're, we're heavy shacking. Yep. And the problem I have is I have this cough. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to feel a whole lot better at this point. Because you had a day to heal. I had a day to heal, and mm-hmm. I've been taking a lot of medicine. But I can't shake this cough. That's where it always goes to me. Like, everybody knows that when you get sick, like, it, it lingers in a certain area. Right. Me, it's the cough. Ah. And I couldn't shake it. And when I would try to sleep, it would wake me up.
1: Great. Like, my body would <laughs> cough, and I got very little to no sleep it's a, And you're going to have to interview people and do interviews mm-hmm. with this cough.
0: With this cough and just suppressing it as much as I can. And now, what happens is since I didn't really sleep, now I sound like the garbled mess that I do on all of the compadres' interviews from Radio Row. (laughs) I sound like death. Like, every, for the majority of superstars that sat down with us and talked, you know, there's an initial like, Hi, I'm Scott, which they hear in passing and my voice sounds a little odd. But once I finally ask a question of them, usually as a reaction of, how the fuck do you do anything on the air because your voice sounds like death or, oh, god damn
1: it, I shook his hand and this guy's sick as fuck. <laughs> and I have WrestleMania on Sunday. Yeah. So <laughs> and you thought, yes, my plan is working. Yes. I will get you all sick, sick of mania. So, so, so they say, so WWE says, I want to make sure I'm understanding sure. this. Sure. Right. WWE says, "Hey, radio show, podcasters, media, yeah, show up at five a.m. on Friday to WrestleMania Access Eastern Time, correct? Two a.m. Pacific Time, where mm-hmm. you guys have all just come from, mm-hmm. and." And you'll find out what happens from there. That's right. You, Jeez. you get what you get. Okay, so what happens from there? You're there at five a.m. Mm-hmm. You and Johnny and Dale, and you guys are there, and you're ready to and go. Connolly helps us out as well with okay. filming and audio and all that stuff. And you guys show up. You're ready to do Compadres, and what? And the other podcasts and media is are there. Yep. And what happens? So everyone waits around for about an hour. Okay,
0: because <laughs> uh, that's seemed, in the in two years now. That is what's happened. Is you wait. You wait from five to six because in part, this is a, the, I believe it's called the Orange County Convention Center. Okay. Yeah. Massive.
1: Okay. Sure. So, so, so massive. Yeah. It's Orlando. This is one of the biggest convention cities in the world. Mm -hmm. Literally.
0: Because it's just a big swamp. So everybody can (laughs) buy up what they want and just stick it there. That's why, that's why Disney World is massive there. And Disneyland is so small because land in Southern California is precious. Hard to come by. But in Florida, they're like, you,
1: sure. You want the swamp?
0: You you got $12? <laughs> you have another 15 acres. <laughs> so um, it's huge. People are trying to figure out how to get there. People are setting up. They put out some breakfast, which was nice.
1: Oh. Previous year, not so much. But oh. this year,
0: they did all right.
1: Well, okay. That's not bad.
0: Yeah. So you get a little something to eat. I get time. Is it a
1: just- WWE-themed foods you know what? They used
0: to put out napkins with the WWE logo. Yeah, there should be something. And the first time you see that, you get all excited. You want to keep a napkin. Yeah. And then you put it in your pocket, and then later on you look at it, you go, "Why did I save a napkin?" <laughs> then you're
1: sneezing in it later. Yeah, I'm just blowing. <laughs> you're chunks coughing in it. into the... Okay, so then, but with six a.m., what's going? Co- what happens? Now you see uh, everybody start to come out. But what's everybody? So like uh, personnel or wrestlers or. So, the personnel is already there. Oh, okay.
0: Personnel is always very cool, but you know that they have just the worst
1: job and the worst weekend possible. Right. And they're keeping it together. (laughs) It's the best. For the fans, we're waiting all year long. This is going to be the best weekend of our lives. Yes. For the WWE employees... Nightmare. It's a it's so much chaos. Like we don't
0: get to sleep. Right. They don't get to sleep even more somehow. Right. Right. And they and they you just know like yeah. I mean anybody that's aware of someone that works in any sort of service industry like waiters and waitresses. You talk with people you know people that either they don't give a fuck and they're mean to them and they're just you know they're nasty to them. Like this is this is not how I ordered my eggs. Yeah. Like put, take it back and then they don't tip. Or there are people that have worked in it and they go like, oh, I know how bad this is. I feel bad even saying like, this is, I'm allergic to eggs. Please take the eggs away. (laughs) Right. Because they know they have a hard time. So you know you want to be really kind to these people because there are probably a lot of
1: people that aren't right that are demanding you're thinking i'll be the cool person here. you just want to be i try not to get them all sick yeah just just, most of them (laughs) yeah just a couple of them
0: (laughs) and you you try to make it easy on them Mm -hmm. so you just go like everything's fine we're great thank you for having us Uh uh-huh and then you start to see at 6 a.m you start to see uh superstars come out
1: superstars Mm -hmm. not just professional wrestlers but wwe superstars i didn't see one diva mark (laughs) emerging from the universe that's right (laughs) and there's a or are you in the universe at the that point, I, I'm never quite sure. I'm never sure either. Because <laughs> have I, you entered the universe? or Are they leaving the universe to come to you?
0: I don't. I don't. I don't think the universe is awake. <laughs> so the universe can't exist at this period of time.
1: So a bunch of sleepy ass WWE superstars roll and out some of bed. Very alert. Oh, okay. Some are like, how do you what? Well, how do you function right now? There's Some of no these way. guys have been on like two hours of sleep a night for like fifteen years at this point, mm-hmm. so they've figured something out.
0: Yeah, it's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's total chaos for them, um, but you're there and uh, you you get basically assigned a superstar. So there, I should also mention there's a an American media side, a, a U.S. media side. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's probably all in all. Seven tables Mm -hmm. with little stations, so everybody's got their thing. There's like CBS next to us, We're Fox Sports, Um, uh, Sirius XM. Mm -hmm. And then down the line, there's a couple other things. And then Sam Roberts was in the Elimination Chamber. I don't know why. Wait, what did you just say? Sam Roberts' show (laughs) with Jim Norton was in the Elimination Chamber. They set up the entire Elimination Chamber? As part of Access... To oh. be there, not just for Sam Roberts right. and Jim Norton, And they were in there. They were in there. In one of the individual little cells? I hope so. <laughs> we didn't go over there. I didn't know they were over there until the very end, because at one point I saw Sam Roberts. I'm like, oh, hey, man. You don't know who I am. But uh, it, it, he's. I was like, where where's he been? And they're like, oh, he's in the chamber. I'm like...
1: Was he a germaphobe or something? Like, does he have to be away from everybody? Wait, I have a pitch for next year's Radio Row. Will you pass this on to WWE? You got it. All of the different shows should each be in one cell of the, the, pod. Ch- the pod in the chamber. Mm-hmm. And the, a wrestler shows up. So, like, Randy Orton shows up. The lights go <laughs> off. <laughs> one of the pods opens. And he comes bum, in bum, and bum, they bum, get bum, to interview bum, him bum, bum, for a while. That'd be great. For a a five-minute period. And then someone eliminates him? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yes. And then somebody new comes. I like it. That's how it should all be done at a wrestling media event. It should. I thought you were going to do it in reverse with the journalists. Wait, so Jim Norton was actually there? Yeah. Wow, I didn't realize that. Neither did I till I, the end when I saw I, him on I know Sam Roberts was there, and you know why I know that because as I was interacting with the fans on the social media, mm-hmm. there was not a lot of love for Sam. <laughs> People had strong feelings about Sam Roberts, I should say. I didn't see him on anything, so I have no opinion either way about him. Mm-hmm. For some reason, though, he was a polarizing figure that weekend on the Twitters. Sometimes, what I gather, what
0: it, uh, what I gather it to be, either from mm-hmm. talking of other, when I say podcast journalists or journalists in wrestling like mm-hmm. it, it's with a grain of salt because let's figure it you know let's face it I do this too sure okay so um, some of it seems to be a lot of jealousy yeah because he gets to be on the pre-shows and stuff haters gonna hate haters gonna hate <laughs> um, and then sometimes mm-hmm. people deem it as like well he's just a fucking weird guy
1: He's a weird guy. He, uh, I've met him. I mean, he was in the elimination chamber doing interviews. So that probably doesn't help his cause. Probably doesn't.
0: No, because <laughs> he's not with everybody else. Just sitting at a table, right?
1: He's, he's in the chamber. He's in a chamber that where no one else can get to him. No one, right? Uh, <laughs> so a ref this. has to be there with a key. <laughs> so do the wrestlers? Is it chaos? Is it is it planned in some way? Is somebody from WWE going? miz go over there and talk to yes fox sports and that and uh, yeah, well, they, alexa bliss go over there and talk to cbs they keep a rough idea of like all right uh you sort of just fan
0: out and initially just find a table so with there being like seven or eight uh u.s tables uh they had talked about there was going to be a lot more focus on international media this year oh They had a lot of it last year, but there was even more. Mm -hmm. There was tons of station for international media. That's also at access where the NXT ring is set up. So -hmm. if you've seen any footage of that or saw any of that, like they have Mm -hmm. all the stands where people can sit uh, for the fans. And then they put also a lot of people at those stations and then put wrestlers at the barricade and then just had them walk around. That's where the majority was last year. And there was even more this year for international media. Wow. So you look at some of the people and you get all excited for what you're going to get. Well, then it's like anything where you look over at the other side and you go, "Well, look at who they got. Well, oh, they got Paul Heyman. Well, that's pretty cool. They got Austin Aries. Well, all right. Well, we talked to we talked to Samoa Joe last year. I guess that's all right.
1: <laughs> and who did you guys get to talk to this just at six a.m.? Uh, we talked to Corey Graves. Uh-huh. Who was great? Great. And a lot of the times, uh, you.
0: Like any fan interaction with somebody, you, there's something sort of unlocked about them where you go, well, now I like him even more. Okay. Or there's a respect for them that maybe if you don't like them as a performer or as a, or as a wrestler, you go like, all right, I kind of dig you. You bought a pass for a little while.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, Corey Graves was great. Well, yeah. What were some of the highlights um, of the folks you talked to? What were some of your uh, favorite interactions or best people?
0: Uh, Corey Graves, knowing that I was wearing an XFL jersey and no one told him, <laughs> like that he just knew he knew that it was a I was wearing a Orlando Rage XFL jersey. Good call. Because I
1: wanted to just be super fucking nerdy. Wow, uh, that's a ballsy move. If I th- Vince walked in, he could have thrown your ass right out. But I could have pointed out, He's hey. mocking th- me.
0: There's a little station over there. Where you got uh, XFL jerseys under under glass? Oh, all right. So I'm supporting the city. I'm oh, here. okay. Yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to two games. I went to the championship game. <laughs> you did? I did. <laughs> I was there at uh, the LA Coliseum. Congratulations! Thank you. Million dollar game. <laughs> so Craig
1: Graves knew your jersey.
0: Yeah. So he he had pointed <laughs> out without anyway saying anything, and yeah. that was just like a, well, that's awesome. This guy's a total wrestling nerd, and I love it. Yes. Um, or
1: a shitty football league nerd. Sure. He, he might think that they're the greatest football uh, league in existence. Maybe he just knows a lot about shitty football leagues. He could. Uh,
0: Carmella was Carmella. very fun. Yeah. Ooh. For someone that you can you can, you can go like, oh, well, she's really pretty. And, you know, she might be sort of passive and yeah. just give you the you know, runaround of like, yeah, it's really great. WrestleMania is going to be fun. That's it. And then, you know, sort of just
1: turn and walk away. Mm-hmm. She was really engaging and really charming. So you're saying you were surprised that a woman was intelligent. Yeah, I have yet to meet one. <laughs> what? Well, uh, w- let's get into the dirt. Sure. Was who? Was anybody an asshole? Um, not to us directly, uh, but there was a great
0: moment of someone who was righteous and I think deservedly so. Okay. So they had a, uh, you know, I'm sure for the WWE staff they might have gone like, well, he was being an asshole. Uh-huh. But so while interviewing Carmella. A giant man is in the background. <laughs> a
1: giant That's man. the big show. The b- <laughs> in a horrible mood for reasons we've already stated here in this episode.
0: Yeah. Catches your eye. Uh, <laughs> sort of, a, you notice him, and then you hear, Who's in charge here? <laughs> Who's in charge? <laughs> I'm on high alert, and I'm scared out of my mind.
1: <laughs> Who do you think it is? Do you know it's him, or do you just hear that? I see him. Like, oh, oh, okay, so, okay. So from where we're sitting, we're sitting across the table <laughs> oh, from man. each other this and poor guy
0: so, <laughs> so uh, 12 o'clock for me is carmella uh sitting at a table sure. and then at two o'clock his big show yeah he's not that far away he's probably yeah. like 30 feet away yeah um and seven of those feet if he laid down is him right so he's saying who's in charge here who's in charge mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. they scramble the wwe staff scramble <laughs> oh, no. and then someone steps forward <laughs> and then i just hear a lot of like you got all you want. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> and meanwhile, Carmela's just talking. She's talking, doing her thing. And she's being yeah. really nice. She was complimentary and playing along. Like she complimented my ears. It was just, you know. Your ears. Yeah. Sure. Because we're, you know, we're knocking Ellsworth and stuff, but she's saying, like, you know, even I had some cute things going on. So it's like, I love talking
1: to her. You're like, Big Show, shut the hell up. Yeah, there's a nice This is my moment. I (laughs) could get laid tonight. Yeah.
0: Or this morning.
1: (laughs) She might find my
0: voice ravishing. (laughs) Uh, And Big Show says, uh, well, you want to take one of us to the green room? Because we're just standing here with our thumb up our ass. (laughs) And we don't know where to go. Oh, no. Oh, no. And he goes, well, come on, everybody. Let's go. (laughs) All I could tell from that moment was Renee Young was in tow following him. Really? And it made sense to me in that moment because (laughs) on our journey to get to the convention center, they told us in paperwork park in the water lot Uh uh-huh
1: the water lot
0: yeah yeah And it's you know it's five in the morning you don't know where anything is it's all new it's the first time for us being there right you have no idea right we park in the w lot assuming that's the water lot well we were completely wrong we were in the exact wrong place and had to walk the entire distance to get there there was a
1: water lot it was very close,
0: <laughs> but there are no signs but making it. But fuck them totally
1: for clear. having a W lot and a water lot yeah. at the same place.
0: Yeah, because we also saw a bunch of other people parking there, and we've we just went like, well, it's right. probably we're probably right. Uh, so realizing that it's like, yeah, Big Show and all them, the wrestlers' workplace changes every single day. Right. So unless it's a building that they wrestle at a lot and have right. some lay of the land, they, they might know where they're going. But in this instance, how the fuck do they know where to oh, go? Man. Unless they have a wrangler telling them, hey, I, I will take you here because I've been here three times already. Yeah. They have no idea. You know, so you you said you waiting somewhere. You said you didn't see any divas. You may have seen a diva that morning. But I give him all. <laughs> I
1: think he's right because he could have been just waiting somewhere right. in the convention center not having any idea where the fuck to go. He's a big angry giant at six in the morning and they're not telling him what to do. Yeah. Man, I feel really bad for Big Show now. I mean, we were joking a minute right. ago about how his whole WrestleMania got ruined, but it did. And now I feel actually legitimately Bad for this guy. Yeah, (laughs) it it was kind of bad, but at the same time, totally satisfying. Oh no. Also, if you're Big Show, you can kind of be an asshole, right? Totally. You're a giant. You're a giant. People expect you to kind of be an asshole. They're like, ah, he's a cranky giant early in the morning. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You could get away with that shit more than like you or I or Renee Young could. Right.
0: (laughs) All right, you give me another drink. Give me a drink.
1: Uh Uh-oh. Bartender. Uh Uh-oh. Right now. Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. Here we go. Come on. Wait a minute. Scott, somebody just... What's going on here? It's
0: Ric Flair. He's here. Uh, Look, he's... I I cut him off earlier. Uh, I just asked him to just stop. That we couldn't serve him any more drinks
1: oh, today. Oh, man. Scott, you know this guy keeps getting kicked out of bars. Yeah, he kind of acts like an asshole. Yeah. kind of like what we're talking about. He's just showing up in the middle of the podcast. Come on. Let's go. Let's do it.
0: Let's 16
1: it. shots for 16 time. Nature boy, this, uh, uh, I have the utmost respect for you, but we're in the middle of a show. This is not a bar, and I do not have shots available for you. I've got a little bit of Gatorade here. You can have a sip of that if you'd like. Are you giving me a roofie? Uh, You're trying to roofie me with a secondhand drink. That's my move. That's the. Se- <laughs> that's my move. Listen, Nature, This is the second half. This is the. There might be a little backwash in this. This is what's left of my fruit punch Gatorade. I mean, there's no roofie in it. Just maybe a little of my saliva. Can I daze them right now? Uh, Can sure. I taste them? Uh, listen, yeah, sure. What's your name? Uh, my name is Mark. Mark. Yeah. You remind me of my son. Oh, thank you. You remind me a lot of my son, that I see David oh, Flair. Thank you. Do you that, know David Flair? Well, I, I remember when he was on WCW, and he dated Stacey Keebler. Have you seen him lately? I haven't, no. He's a fat ass. Okay, lose she... some weight. You, lose some weight, fat uh, ass. Mr. Flair. <laughs> Serve me a drink. Mr. Flair, give me a drink right now. That, Mr. Flair, you know I expect—I have to say—I expect a little bit more of you. I saw you on this video telling a bartender that they were fat right before you got kicked out of a bar, uh, and, and now you're—you're you're gonna call me fat too? That's right. That's right. That's what I'm gonna do. Serve me a drink right now. I—I I got money. You don't think I have money? Listen, I got money. You're already drunk, sir. You are have been drunk for thirty-five years. You don't need another drink right now. Can I tell you something? No. Can I be sincere? Please don't. You remind me of my ex-wife. Okay. Because you're being a bitch. All
0: right. right now, give me a drink.
1: Rick, you're being a bitch. Rick, we were trying to spend some time here reminiscing about WrestleMania weekend with our friend Scott here, the, the host of Curtain Jerks, and you are you are raining on this parade right now. We're in the middle of it. We're having fond WrestleMania memories here. I apologize. Okay, thank you. I apologize. I'm sorry. You know, you remind me of of a great Hall of Famer. Oh, thank you, Ravishing Rick Root. Okay, all right. You look thank like
0: you got a lot of a lot of
1: ladies coming your way, right? Yeah, sure. Well, I'm gonna try. I, I I do what I can. What I can. And you're dead to me. He's dead, and you're uh, dead to me, Rick. That's it. I'm leaving. What? I'm leaving a Yelp review. I'm tearing this place down. You do not know how to use Yelp. I don't, but Charles is going to teach me. <laughs> Get out of here. Fine, nature boy. Oh, my God. I'm sorry about that. That was Scott. I should just put up the velvet rope. I'm sorry. <laughs> he would, I think he would respect the velvet rope if he saw it there.
0: He would then think he's on the, uh, the, the private side, wherever he is. He's is on the VIP side. Where he's
1: <laughs> supposed to be. Right. Oh, that was embarrassing. It was. For him and for us. And... You know, I, I mean, I do need to lose a few pounds.
0: <laughs> no, Mark, you're fine. You had a
1: baby. <laughs> That's right. I, I mean, I had a baby. It makes sense that I yeah. gained, gained- 65 pounds, right? <laughs> a little sympathy <laughs> weight.
0: You know, the uh, the wife is having some pickles and ice cream, you have a little bit too.
1: So Friday you did that and then Friday night you're going to the Hall of Fame.
0: Uh no, so fr- Friday morning we do all that and then um, you know, uh Shane Hartline and myself meet right. up at WrestleCon.
1: WrestleCon, yes, yeah. to do some marquee extreme stuff. So
0: the fascinating thing about this is, so the convention center I believe uh, again. I might be wrong. The Orange County Convention Center, massive. As we're leaving, trying to get back out to the the, the W lot. Yeah. We pass Rob Van Dam uh-huh. and a lot of his cronies, for lack of cronies. a better term. Sure. That are all very confused and don't know what to do. Well, they're high as fuck, probably. Yes. <laughs> it's kind of like watching Pigpen walk around, but yeah. instead of that, be a little. Uh, uh, a dirt cloud walking around. It's yeah. all weed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Rob's on the phone and confused and kind of upset. Saying like, well, where do we go? I don't understand. Where do we go?
1: Because they probably parked in the water lot and they need to get to the
0: W lot. <laughs> right. And we're thinking, <laughs> well, access is about to open up any minute here now. Yeah. And that's where he's headed. And then that didn't make a whole lot of sense. So then we we get out of the convention center and we head over directly across the street to the Hyatt Regency Hotel that also has its own convention center tied to
1: it. Wow. And that's where WrestleCon was. Right. And wow. that's where Rob Van Dam was trying to go. <laughs> and so you- he's in the wrong convention center. Right. That's across the street. He thinks he's stoned. He thinks he's in WWE still. Mm-hmm. He's like, why don't they tell you? He's-, he's walking out with Big Show. Why don't right. they tell me where to go? Yeah. <laughs> so I think that probably happened a lot. With
0: wrestlers trying to go to WrestleCon, yeah. not knowing, oh, that's not the convention center you go to. It's the other convention center that's right across the street. How is WrestleCon? Is it getting bigger every year? It seems like it. Yeah, I'd say so. It seems like it. They had much more of a um, of a stage production this year. Oh, okay. And a lot of seats for that. And it seemed to have cut down on the amount of wrestlers uh, and booths and stuff you could have there when you had... Oh, I mean, we saw Matt Stryker up on stage talking, and there wasn't a whole lot of people sitting in the crowd. I saw there was a video later, Broken Matt Hardy mm-hmm. on stage talking,
1: and I'm sure that was that filled the seats. Yeah, I'm sure
0: everybody stopped what they were doing. Little did moment. we know
1: that <laughs> yeah. that was going to be the last one of the last appearances of Broken Matt Hardy. Right.
0: <laughs> so, um, yeah, there's a lot of people there. There's a lot of stuff, and I. I
1: really love WrestleCon. So we you know, we spent a little time in what Access. What do you love about it? I Having love- never been, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners have not never been, what do you love about it? Here's what I'd say the, the huge difference between
0: going to WrestleMania Access and WrestleCon. So from what I understand about WrestleMania Access is you pay for the ticket to go to the session you go to. The sessions are small. They're limited of what you can, uh, of the amount of time you have there. Okay. And... For the autograph lines that you can sign up, or that you go stand in line for, you get a smattering of some people that you may like, and then there might be some maybe you're like, oh, he's Slater and Rhino, I don't care. But then you see the Usos, you're like, I love the Usos, so it might work out. But then they do VIP uh, signings at uh, WWE Access, which are I think roughly like a hundred dollars, mm-hmm. which gets you like an AJ Styles, a Daniel Bryan, an Edge, some higher up name. But it doesn't change the amount of time that you get to spend with that superstar. Uh huh. It's a quick like you put whatever it is in front of them for them to sign. You get out your one question, your one thing to say, and then you get your photo. Boom, you're on your way. Uh huh. So that's a minute, minute We're, and a half, maybe tops if you, probably. if you right? get them to laugh or a little back and forth. Uh-huh. But they have their wrangler, and you know they're like, get out of there next because everybody wants it. You know, it's everybody wants that moment. And you got to service as many people as possible. Right. So you don't get to do a whole lot. Mm-hmm. At WrestleCon, mm-hmm. you can walk around everywhere and everyone you could at least talk to if you wanted to. Okay. And you're not being charged for that. Unless it's some gigantic line of somebody who's really hot, like, probably couldn't talk to Broke Matt
1: Hardy. Ah.
0: <sighs> just because he's so busy and has a VIP line. And there are a couple of VIP guys that you can only see and pay for, like a Ric Flair, a Sting, mm-hmm. you know. And that, that makes sense because mm-hmm. they're going to just charge a bunch of money because they're old school. But there's a bunch of guys that if you just like them and you want to walk up and talk to them, Gilbert, Gilbert was there. Gilbert, sure. You want to go up and chat with Gilbert? You can go up and chat with Gilbert. (laughs) And then if you just have a good conversation, you talk and you're like, oh, I also want a photo, you pay for the photo. You pay for everything individually. Yeah. So you pay for a photo, you pay for uh, autograph and all that stuff. But you can pick and choose. And if you see the people there you like, you can go and you can have your moment with them. Mm-hmm. It's much more laid back and it's a nice atmosphere of seeing all the wrestlers chatting with all the other wrestlers. Like it's a high school reunion.
1: Yeah. Okay. It's a really fun atmosphere. I really dig it. Great. So you guys are there. You're loving it. You're having fun. You're doing marquee extreme stuff. Mm-hmm. And then what happens next? Uh,
0: so we do that. It goes, it goes pretty well. Uh, we see some people and it's weird now also having worked with some of these people either before or before. Uh, with You've been going several years now, like you said. Yeah, with On Your Mark. Uh, oh, oh, and um, I should mention also, uh, Thursday night, the plans had changed drastically of what we're supposed to do. Because originally, On Your Mark was booked for a wrestling show. Right. Which I had put out on social media. And then quietly went like, well, that's not happening. Okay. We were booked to do uh, Atomic Wrestling Entertainment. An in-ring interview with Colt Cabana, that's right? That's correct. Mm-hmm. And that did not happen. What happened? Basically, from what I understand mm-hmm. um, is that this wasn't known by all parties.
1: <laughs> well, you knew, we knew, and Scott and and, and, and Marky Extreme knew. Yes. <laughs> and the booker knew. And then there
0: was some Maybe nobody told Colt. I think no one told Colt. <laughs> so there
1: <laughs> that's a good one, Michael. Oh, <laughs> That's an old-school prank, Michael. That's a good one. I've done that one myself. Uh, I got your show canceled, you Duke, you rookie son of a bitch. Uh, well, I, I'm, I'm shocked
0: to see uh, John Bradshaw Layfield <laughs> is here.
1: Welcome to SmackDown, my Michael. Uh,
0: uh, uh, Mr. Bradshaw? Is that what you would like me to call you? You thought
1: you had a show. You thought you had a show, and I got that show canceled.
0: <laughs> you you canceled my appearance, Bradshaw?
1: Hazy. Yeah, yeah, I said, you get rookie, you try to get in my business, this is my, it's a wrestling business, you try to get in my business, I'm gonna teach you a lesson, old school, old school well, <laughs> Look,
0: look, I, I, I get that it's old school and you're protective of the business, JBL, but, you know, why can't we also be involved in the business? You
1: You lost your car, you, I put up a sign in the parking lot I said the W lot and the water lot you just to that? make everybody park in the wrong spot, Michael. I don't. Why would
0: you do that? You made it very difficult for everybody, JBL. Fuck
1: you all, <laughs> JBL. Come on,
0: why not allow other people to be involved in wrestling? They might bring something new to you,
1: it. You, 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 you Mark, think you can just show up and be part of my business? I had to pay. I had to pay dues, Michael. I had to pay dues for years and years.
0: I'm not Michael. My name is Scott.
1: <laughs> I took a dump in your car. <laughs> <laughs> what? You took a dump in my car? <laughs> don't, don't look. Did you smell it? <laughs> I, I bet you found it when you when you returned it to Enterprise Rental Car. I was wondering who did that. It smelled
0: terrible. I
1: took a dump in the back seat, Michael. <laughs> well, GBL, that's an old joke I learned from Stan Hansen, Michael. The, <laughs>
0: what you're doing right now yeah. to other people in yeah. the wrestling business who want to be in the wrestling business, like <laughs> yeah. even Mauro Ranallo, yeah. you're making it very difficult.
1: Yeah, well, I ran Mauro right out of business, didn't I? Yeah, that's not okay. He used to be a wrestling commentator. Well, he could come back anytime he wants just come on in shower with the boys i might get in the shower and soap his ass up don't do that i just want to soap his ass
0: don't come on jbl don't do that
1: why can't i soap his ass michael because it's, it's it's at, old school tradition this, bruiser brody soap my ass
0: <laughs> no one finds this a comfortable thing it's did you like it when it happened to you back in the day
1: maybe michael <laughs> maybe <laughs> I might have liked it, Michael.
0: It seemed like you were deep in thought there for a second. You didn't know whether or not you liked it.
1: Hey, you know I gave you that cold, Michael. You gave me the cold. <laughs> right, I woke. You know I got. You know I was a and old school prank. I got a vial of cold <laughs> and flu, and I got it in a syringe. Don't. Disease. And I stuck it I stuck into your house and I injected you with it right before you left for WrestleMania. Made you sick for the whole week, you dumb son of a bitch. That's because you deserve it. I
0: didn't deserve it. That's an awful <laughs> thing that you did. You tried to ruin my WrestleMania. Hey, hey,
1: hey, hey, I stole your passport too, Michael. You stole my passport. I stole your passport. I didn't realize that uh, that uh, Orlando to Los Angeles was not an international flight. Yeah, I mean it's good to just have. I like to keep track of these things, but I can't. Can't find it. that was a rib gone wrong but if you try to go to any, any pansy countries like Paris or London or Madrid or any pansy places like that
0: Paris and London with, your, with your
1: lefty liberal ass, you're not going to be able to get there because I stole your passport, you dumb, you dumb bastard. JBL,
0: you're being way too mean on me and everybody else that feels like they can contribute to the wrestling business to keep it going.
1: Yeah. <laughs> speaking of keeping it going, your car's not going to be going when you leave here. What? Because th- I'm going to leave right now and I'm going to stick toothpicks in the key locks to your door don't do that. just to make you pay your dues
0: jbl don't do that please don't do (laughs) that
1: (laughs) oh my god he makes it terrible for everybody scott that's what that was really awful that's unnecessary man i didn't realize so much of your misfortune came as a result of jbl's wrestling ribs he makes he makes life really rough what an asshole what a real asshole. <laughs> Jeez, poor Morrow. Now I know why Morrow quit. I get it now, too. I, yeah. I, I I was just about to quit. I was just about to quit the whole journalist wrestling <laughs> business.
0: So much for my life of being Bill Apter.
1: So we were at we were at Thursday night. Yeah, so there were... Uh, uh, yes, Thursday the show. Yes. Yeah,
0: we jumped back a little bit because yes, I'd yes. forgotten because it got cancelled. Yes. So we, we were supposed to do it, but um, didn't happen, and you know, Shane and I realized wrestling's a little weird. And I, I, I'm i not speaking on, on Shane on this. I'll speak for myself. Yeah. That I'm thinking about all of the stories in the past that I've heard about wrestling egos, being protective of themselves, their characters, what they do in the ring, what they get paid for. That might have been a lot of stuff like that involved. It might have also been the Booker not being totally clear on what it was
1: and this all coming as a shock to Colt. Mm-hmm. We
0: don't know. We never got a straight story of what was going mm-hmm. on.
1: So you know, I will say you know I worked in indie wrestling for a long time uh as a mostly a ring announcer, play by play, and help backstage stuff like that. Things like this happen in (laughs) right, and this show was (laughs) things like this happen in the world of indie wrestling, and it doesn't always run like you'd like it to run.
0: No, and this guy was (laughs) really ambitious, like overbooked this show with a lot of special guests. Sounded like it was going to be a four or five hour show. Sure. Shorter than WrestleMania. Yeah. (laughs) By a lot. (laughs) Uh, And so we decided to talk to Colt Cabana at WrestleCon Mm -hmm. and make sure that it wasn't a problem with us and just introduce ourselves. And we didn't bring cameras. We didn't do anything and say, hey, you want to shoot with us? Mm -hmm. None of that. Just introduced ourselves and just said like, hey, it's unfortunate that it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. And that was it. Just leave. Just, you know. Put on a good face and just say, you know, nice to meet you. Yeah. And it was still weird. Because <laughs> Colt Cabana, as much as I feel like we're kindred spirits in a lot of the uh, the neuroses and everything that we mm. talk about and share, he's just a weird dude. <laughs> he, yeah. When you talk to him, it's like he's uh, offended and tasting something terrible all at the same time.
1: <laughs> just this look of like, huh? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Well, All well, right. Did you say we were supposed to do this thing with you? What happened? Yeah. It, was well, we he like, I don't know what you're talking about? We didn't say what happened because okay. we didn't
0: want to put any blame on, on him. him. Yeah. So we just said, like, it's unfortunate. We don't know what occurred. And he's like, huh? Oh, yeah. It was a real shit show. I don't know. Uh-huh. He's like, okay. Okay. Well, carry on. Good day. He told us a weird little story about some Modelo commercial that he shot. Uh, and I was <laughs> like, okay. That's not really what we were talking about. But sure. Mm-hmm. Carry on, cult. Do mm-hmm. your thing. Who knows what the future will bring? Right. Um, so that was that was a canceled gig that I was really excited for. Yeah, um, rightfully so. Yeah, it was going to be my first wrestling show. Right. Doing something in the ring. Yeah. Well, that comes later in uh, in April anyway, so that's fine. Okay. Okay. Um, Good. Uh, so then, yeah. So WrestleCon, we do
1: all that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um. Uh, people are really good sports, and there are people that see us and recognize us and say hi. They recognize Marquee Extreme, and yep. they, yeah, and they and they recognize Skeeter. They recognize you guys.
0: Yeah. There's there's some very nice things that were said. Mm-hmm. It, it was just a it was a really nice atmosphere mm-hmm. to be in. And pre- previous guests were also kind to us, and and didn't have to be like they mm-hmm. just came up and said hi, and it was just kind of cool. Who was one cool person? Christy Hemi. Great. Christy wow. came up. She was leaving. Come on over, Christy. And she stopped over, and she, uh, I was talking with someone, and yeah. she hugged me from behind.
1: Oh. And just was like, hi. I just want to say oh. hi before I left. God, I'm going to dream about this tonight. I know I about do. About it right happening now. to me, just to be clear. <laughs> that she's hugging, that I'm hugging you? <laughs> from behind. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and
0: so that was, that was just really nice, because her episode will be coming up in a little bit. Yeah. And she was a great sport,
1: and so it, she it doesn't have to do that, but does. She certainly doesn't. So uh, just a really nice. So now do you end up having the night to yourself because the show didn't happen as you had hoped? No, that was uh, that was jumping back to Thursday. So this was Friday. We do Radio. Oh, okay, gotcha. Right. We do WrestleCon. Yeah.
0: And then we have a couple hours in between and then uh, sign up for an improv show that
1: night. Whoa. Del
0: Closed Fist, yes. which runs here in L.A. Quite, our f- our friend
1: Joshua Lastman mm-hmm. uh, runs it out here in L.A. Yeah, and it's for charity, and it's mm-hmm. a whole lot of stuff, and I just want to sleep so bad. It's a it's an improv show with wrestling fans, Im- comedians like ourselves, mm-hmm. and, and sometimes some wrestlers guests. Yes. Uh, Bull Dempsey was there that night, or Bull, whatever
0: he's called now. Mm-hmm. Um, Dalton Castle was mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. So this was something I had signed up for a while back, and I knew I got to be there, I got to be there. It's commitment. But man, I just want to be home and sleep, and I want to recuperate, Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, go do the show. And the show goes very well. It's a very full crowd, and they're very nice. Uh, The couple wrestlers were in the crowd, and it seemed to be very well received. Mm -hmm. So, but I I just I was so happy to just get the hell out of there and go home. Um, But it it went well. But that just added to it—just such
1: a long, chaotic day. Right. The following day, Saturday. uh, Wait, so you guys don't go to Hall of Fame? No. Good call. <laughs> I wanted
0: to see Jim Cornette in front of a live mic in front of a WWE crowd so bad,
1: but that wasn't enough to justify it. Jim Cornette was, gave such a great—did you end up going back and watching it? No, not yet. It's worth watching. He gave such a great, classy speech. I know everybody was like, he's going to come up there and he's going to shoot on WWE and said all that. And you know what? He didn't do one single word of that. Mm -hmm. He came up and gave a brilliant, well-delivered, Outstanding tribute to these guys that he loved. Mm-hmm. It was really what it was really the great. new day because <laughs> what wrestling needs is cereal. It was really great. But this Hall of Fame, can I rant about this Hall of Fame for a second? You're the one who's got the uh, the short clock, so yeah, by all this, oh my god, yeah, okay, listen, this, this Hall of Fame, I like, I love the Hall of Fame, yeah, everybody's sincere, it's really emotional, it's mm-hmm. real, it's a nice tribute to. The, this business is a hard business. Tell me about it, Mark. My <laughs> show got canceled. <laughs> it's a hard business, and these wrestlers give their bodies and they give time with their families, and they get very little actual legitimate, real recognition ever. And how do they ever get to speak from the heart? Never, right? And at this Hall of Fame, there are a lot. Every year, there's a lot of really beautiful moments, Mm -hmm. but it's way, way too long. (laughs) I mean, you can't watch this thing. It's so long. It was like four hours or something of just speeches. It might be longer of just speeches, and the setting is wrong. Like It should not be in a giant 15,000-person arena. Mm -hmm. It should be, I think— in a smaller venue, mm-hmm. a much smaller venue, maybe a 500,000-seat theater-type setting. 500,000-seat 500, fe- <laughs> 500 to 1,000. Oh, okay. Intimate, Wait. just the wrestlers and their families. Like a TNA Hall of Fame. Well, <laughs> TNA Hall of Fame is like that for a different reason. Okay. <laughs> Intimate, and you don't have to induct 70,000 people every year. Mm-hmm. Induct three people. Yeah have nice speed. let them talk as long as they want to talk let the let the inductions go on a long time too mm-hmm. and it'll it'll only still be like a 2 hour show yeah. which would f- be a much better event i think for the fans for the wrestlers for everyone involved this is my pitch to WWE <laughs> i'm sure you're listening
0: uh, you know they it is weird cuz it's they think like oh if there's more names more people will want to watch but mm-hmm. ultimately yeah if
1: it was 3 names you'd still watch You'd like still it, watch as long as it's you Kurt get Angle a and big name, DDP and somebody else, Beth Phoenix, Phoenix. You'd watch that, yeah. And people are like, it was a great two-hour th- show. Yeah, you would watch that. You're you're 100 right. It's just it's so long. It's too long. You know, all this stuff is too long. Everything. The the best thing of the weekend, in terms of the length, was Takeover. Okay, the great show. It was like two and a half hours. It's great. And afterwards, you feel like that was fun. I liked it. I can't wait to see more wrestling mm-hmm. instead of feeling exhausted from the show. Like, holy fuck. Like this I is a chore no to get. Yes. Like this is a chore to get through. Well, you know what, Mark? This one, this episode's running kind of long <laughs> and we haven't even touched. <laughs> it. We haven't even got to Mania. We haven't even got to Mania weekend yet. Yeah. We haven't even got to the Saturday and Sunday yet, let alone Raw. Did you go to SmackDown too? Yeah, I sure Dear did. Dear Lord. I think we. What, what would be best then to make this longer? Let's do a part one and a part two. That's a great idea. And we. The, this is exactly like what I saying. WrestleMania. <laughs> we could have WrestleMania part one and part two. Right. <laughs> right. So it's a little more bite-sized and digestible for the listeners. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back, um, and and we'll we'll pick up from where we left off in a, good. in a in a future episode. Yeah. And get into your highlights and lowlights. Oh. From. Mania weekend, Mania itself, Raw, SmackDown. We've got a lot more to find out about your adventures. Sure. Sounds good. And we have to hear more about your, you know, the solo watching, what you liked, what you didn't like. <laughs> you make it sound, solo watching makes it sound like I was masturbating during it.
0: Were you not? Oh, no. I it was. was over five hours. How I could was. you not?
1: I was. How can you resist? Seven hours and 15 minutes straight.
0: <laughs> uh, Spe- I love
1: wrestling. <laughs> Speaking of masturbatory actions, Mark. Plug yourself. What's going on? <laughs> oh, you know, I want to say, um, come check out on Twitter at Vince Googling. Maybe it'll, maybe it'll give you a laugh. I hope so. And I, I want to say it. a special thanks to, um, to Ryback and his co host, Pat Buck. Um, I am a frequent listener to their podcast, Conversations with the Big Guy, and they gave a, uh, they had a, a really nice segment on their, um, on their episode this week about Vince Googling and no that way. they're enjoying it. So I'm really glad that they're enjoying it and, um, and uh, maybe you'll enjoy it, too. Come on on and uh, and uh, at Vince Googling, and maybe you'll maybe you'll get a chuckle out of it. That's great. Mm. Are you going to be on the show? Uh, <laughs> I haven't yet been invited, but I'm glad that they liked it.
0: Well, I'm glad Ryback didn't block you. He's
1: been known to do things Has like he blocked that. you? No, not me. Oh.
0: i know known other people he's blocked. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he turned down on your mark but
1: then followed uh on your mark on twitter so okay. i'm confused well maybe he just wants to check it out for a Ooh, while check okay. it out the big guy needs to chew things over before he swallows Ooh, <laughs> good to know <laughs> uh and then of course at mark where's that going and i'm twitter at mark where's well. that yes. you want
0: the personal that's account. right right um uh, for me, uh, of course, uh, Fox Sports, Wrestling Compadre, Slamcast, all these interviews that we were talking about, Carmella, uh, Corey Graves, uh, uh, The Miz, and Maurice. Uh, so many more coming up, so check all that out that's available on all listening platforms. On your mark, uh, something else we didn't cover yet, uh, some amazing episodes that came out uh, in the past couple of weeks, The Hardys, Broken Matt Hardy, mm. and Brother Nero, it was the last Broken interview that they did. Wow! Before coming to WrestleMania, um, so check that before out. Before they became unbroken. Before they became unbroken, <laughs> uh, and then maybe off- they had a day of healing. <laughs> they could have. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then Abyss is this week as well, so check that out. YouTube.com/slash/OnYourMarkShow, and of course After Buzz TV, SmackDown Live. Did you know Christy Saint Cloud came from there? Mm. That's Christy Olsen She used to be on that show. She got scooped up by the WWE, working in NXT. So you can't miss. You don't know who, which one of us is going to get scooped up next. Uh, 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 a little spoiler for you it's going to be a hot girl it's not going to be one of us dopey guys so we'll be back with part two next week of more Wrestlemania the jerk behind the curtain (laughs) Uh, so uh, for Mark Warzeca I'm Scott Narver enjoy your wrestling kids